listening to FM Soccer Talk. Don't be a chump. Like, follow, share, and comment on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Now, bringing the action, Jerry and Franco. What's going on, man? How you doing? Nothing, man. How are you? <laughs> nice. Chilling, hanging out. I'm sore from last night, man. Tuesday oh, night is man. rough. I think it, especially when you back it up with uh, Sunday morning. This oh. past Sunday morning, I was I was heavy. I was feeling heavy with the with the wet field. Yeah. And not cut grass. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Sunday morning. <laughs> I don't want to raise my blood sugar just yet. No, I know. Raise stupid. my heart rate. <laughs> so um, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, the United States men's national team played. They played Mexico. They played Uruguay. Um, soccer is going to be coming back. We got Concacaf Champions, Concacaf uh, Nations League. Uh, and then um, and then some more stuff in between, right? Yeah, you got in there uh, a lot of the intercontinental, uh, the Cups, Champions League is going to be coming back, you yes. said, right? I can't wait for Champions Europa League. Europa on its way, Inferior Cups on its Inferior way. Inferior Cup. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, talk, plenty, plenty, of, plenty yeah. of stuff to, to, That's to, right. to talk about That's right, we can talk about, about the groups. We can talk yeah. about Champions League groups. We can, uh, there's lots to talk, a lot to discuss. All right, so first up, United States versus anybody i think that yeah that, that's obviously the the number one item in this in everybody's minds right now how do we feel with that with that game with those games that we saw um i don't know franco let's get your take on it well first of all we can say it's just a friendly but everyone knows that mexico versus united states is not it's never friendly it doesn't matter where it is what game it's it's not it's not a friendly man. They just they just do not like each other, man. Christian Pulisic said we have to stop playing scared when we play against Mexico. He said it. He goes if we don't, you know, I don't know if he just said. It. I think he just said in general, but definitely against Mexico, we got to stop playing 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 scared. Well, there's a lot. I mean, I mean, there's more to that than the United States. I mean, the coach. What do you think of Burhalter? Um, looking at the at the games, seeing how. Where we've gone the past few games already under his, his, his uh, you're getting excited, aren't you? Look at you. <laughs> no, so looking at how he's, he set up the team, he, he was saying how he wants to have this play out the back and he was happy with how the way the game came out with Mexico and that the score didn't reflect the, the game. Uh, no, I think that was complete false, man. I mean, that's 100%. That, it should have been a 5 6 0 game. Yeah. I mean, it was evident that Mexico was light years ahead in any sort of. In any sort of Level. I mean, one on one, at Mexico was. I mean, destroying players. I mean, Chucky Lozano's third goal, cut in from the side, assist to Antuna, both substitutes. So everybody's been excited that you know that Mexico really showed it, its power on the Concacaf. Yeah. Right. And I mentioned power on the Concacaf because as much as we could hype them up, they ended up uh, not doing so hot yesterday. They got, in the words of uh, Claudia, she ended up saying, "Mexico's getting their ass beat." <laughs> 4-0 against Argentina. So as excited as we could get, um, maybe it wasn't reflective of how good they really are. But um, as a matter, of, in terms of Concacaf, I think that Mexico showed its dominance, and not just for the next one, two, three years. It showed it's decades out. Yeah, these kids are young. They're setting the bar basically yeah. in Concacaf. Yeah. I mean, uh, they are. Uh, most of the most of the credit has to go to Tata. I mean, uh, especially I against the United States, oh, yeah. either, either. Burhalter is just not at the level of mm. Tata, which he's not. You even mentioned it yourself in a, twi- in a tweet. You yeah. said Burhalter wasn't even the best in the MLS. 
Exactly. I mean, so Mexico goes out and hires a proven winner. Almost anywhere he's been, he's done well. He's a world-class coach. Uh, the United States didn't even hire the best coach in the MLS. There's more. There are better coaches just in the MLS that are better than Berhalter. So we had talked about coaches, and it was just a matter of the U.S. doesn't have the appropriate coach. Who do you think fits suit? Well, um, first we have to think about available managers, really. But I think the first name that comes to mind is Arsene Wenger. I mean, he really is. I mean, he's he's got a nose for talent, young talent. He knows how to develop talents. He knows systems. He knows uh, technique. I mean, he's really an all-around great director. Maybe he should be the director of football. Maybe he's not the manager of the actual team. But imagine if he came in and was the director of the like all soccer organization. I think he, I think you're right. He'd be a great fit. I think he's uh, he spots talent really well. He develops strong. He's good ideas. He's um, he has a vision of soccer, something that, you know what, I, I applaud Burhalter for trying to do where you pass out. But we, again, don't have that kind of player. And I think that Wenger is probably a better suited coach to be able to have that. I mean, you saw what he did at Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, even though Arsenal was getting continuous Champions League, they played really, really well. And he had that. I mean, he had his years with the Invincibles. I think he'd be a he'd be a fantastic fit if he would if he wanted that position. Again, it's all dependent on him. But uh, I think that uh, if he was, I, I'd be ex I'd be really excited about something like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he's more of the coach that creates a style of play based on the players that he has. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whereas, like, he w instead of forcing players to play. In a system that they don't normally play, yeah. you know what I mean. But make it like he, here are your strengths. Let me let me cater to your strengths rather than, you know, trying to force, trying to force you to play a position you've never played putting before. Putting a square in your life. Yeah. Uh, square peg in a round hole. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I would love to have Mourinho as a coach. That's for sure. I mean, if think about that, man. I, he wouldn't stand. I don't know. I could see him standing in a sitting present saying something to the effect of, "These players just aren't good enough." He's just not good enough. Oh, yeah. And then he, he'd be saying something, he'd call out Pulisic, he'd no, call out McKinney. Right. Next thing you know, there's drama in the dressing room, and then okay. no, I no, could totally point. see fair that point. not happening. Fair point, fair point. Yeah, no, yeah, I think Arsenal is we have two. We'd maybe have how a very good World Cup league year going in, but then after the World Cup, they would be spitting How about Rafa Benitez? Proven, dude. The no. dude is a, he's good, man. Not he's only, a tech, he's smart. Dude. Not only that, he's also a tournament coach. He's a champions expert yeah. because he knows how to study tournaments really well. How to do it. So he would do really good at the World Cup because he would study that tournament to fit his yeah. to how how he's going to structure his team. That would also be an exciting thing. And I think that we, yo, uh, U.S. soccer, listen to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that you should make your move now before we get into World Cup games. Oh my God! Because uh, if we don't move now, we're going to move mid hex or mid. Uh, Mid qualifier, and that's going to be uh, and just also don't get Bruce Arena. I can't right? believe we still have an arrogance Jesus. that we're going to qualify for the World Cup. So that's do basically what, how we how we act. Say right thank now. you very much, Berhalter. We appreciate it. But you um, did a good job. You and your brother can leave, <laughs> and and bring and bring in a coach like that. I think that that's uh, that's what the soccer here in the U.S. wants. I bet you you'd get everybody's strong culture behind that. Yeah, that, that really has a soccer mind would be, you know what, that's what we need. I don't know. They were, I mean, they, they, like you were mentioning earlier, the U.S.-Mexico game is never a friendly, right? And the last time they had seen each other was in the final. 
and Mexico won, right? And I was like, okay, well, you know, it, it makes it, U.S. got to the final was one of the things that I had mentioned. And with that, Borjalza could hold on to that position for a while. But looking at it now, his style of, of what he's looking to do with the players that we have, it's just, it's, it's not a good mix. He has to understand that none of the players are playing that kind of soccer right now. And he's putting them in a system where they're not going to see each other regularly enough mm-hmm. for them to practice then practice this day in day out. That kind of level of touch that is expected, and then the the the, the way that you create your formations and how you come out of tight spaces, we don't have that player. And Berhalter has to identify that. I mean, I think that the way they played against Uruguay, he got his tactics a little better. It showed that there was a bit more of uh, energy within the U.S. And um, I I saw it. And I saw the the, the intensity that they're going for and. Even the goal they scored was kind of the way that people see the U.S. I was talking with Johans yesterday, and he was saying, you know, we, we don't instill that kind of fear at all. Like, and I was like, I, I, I remember when uh, the U.S. was playing in the, in the group stage for the World Cup. They had Portugal there. They ended up coming out of the group because we thought that they could do it. Like, yeah, you know what? You guys, you guys have that kind of intensity we, yeah. that, that we like. And this team that we're looking at now, they're coming in... And they don't have that same kind of... Yeah, no one's scared of them anymore. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. There's no. There's not even that fear factor that these dudes are going to try to run over you. You know what I mean? You're losing to the likes of Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Yeah, but now I understand. You, you brought up the, the like the personnel of the players. Um... And it they didn't it didn't seem like a collective. It seemed like all like just the players playing individually and just playing like almost a direct soccer. As soon as they got the ball, they just go forward and they try to score every time they get the ball and they just turn over the ball. Right, mostly on the offensive third, they do a good job getting the ball there. Sometimes if they can get out of the back, but now I really understand why Burhalter wanted Tyler Adams at right back. Because I mean the defense is is ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh there's no cohesion. Reggie Cannon is good, but he's not he's not an international player. Like let's be honest. I mean he's good. Not yet. But, well, I mean, if he was international, he would be international. If he was if he was international, I don't know. I don't know. I mean he, he looks good. I mean he's got pace. He's a little scrawny for a defender, I think, but. I mean, but I guess it's that, that attacking soccer out of the right back, you know what I mean? Like, let's just get that guy forward as much as possible. So yeah, if that's his job, just to run up and down the sidelines, and then so be it, I guess. Look, I'm never going to knock on a player for being scrawny. I mean, you look at Chico Lozano, and that guy's scrawny. That guy's a, he's good, man. He's, that guy, he's probably like 145 soaking wet. 145. Soaking wet. So really? that guy's the thin dude. He's how not thin. high. Uh, how high? How tall is he? Look it up. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll check into that. But it's a matter of he's not. He's not a big dude. He's he's a. So if if the, our right back isn't, I mean, Dest. You saw him. He's kind of more burly. He's more. Uh, it seems like he hits the weights a bit more. He got taken by by Tecatito. Five nine. Yeah. So five, five nine. nine. What, how much does he weigh? Dude, to be five nine and look that thin. You have to be like 145, 150. That's true. So he's so I I I disagree. I mean he's scrawny. If Gannon is scrawny, that's fine. 154 but, pounds. Okay, there it is. That's pretty light. I mean I think, it, but it doesn't matter. That's that's what the beauty about soccer is. I mean Messi's not the kind of body that you would expect, and I think that's one of the issues that when we're talking about talent, that pool was never a big kind of. Uh, it, it didn't seek that player. Yeah. I remember when I was looking for to go play at universities, they the first thing was kind of like, okay, height, weight, and how fast do you run the two-mile in? Yeah. 
That was literally the first three questions that I would get. And, and uh, you know, I'm okay, well, 5'8", 170, and, you know, 10.50 or 11 minutes, right? But those aren't the things that I think would create a better soccer team, right? Um, so you, you wouldn't, Chucky Lozano wouldn't exist in the U.S. We were, the closest yeah. is, I think, the comparison that they were trying to draw on was Pulisic and Chucky Lozano. And I think that the level of soccer is showing. I mean, I think one has a bit more impact on the game. I can't disagree with you. I can't. I mean, uh, they are similar. Pulisic and Lozano, they play similar positions in a way. Um, and they're both very talented, obviously. I mean, Pulisic did well at Dortmund. He's played in Champions League. He scored. He's at Chelsea. I mean, he's going to do well. He's got to uh, definitely. I think it's just the team, right? Yeah, Mostly the whole the team. team. But, again, so we came up with this idea of creating a third national team <laughs> of just... Dual nationals, Mexicans and Americans. Call it Mex USA. Jerry says it better. Right. <laughs> Say it, Jerry. Mex USA. Mex USA. Yeah. So it's just a third team. So I mean, if you, if, you, if you, in history there are so many players that are both dual nationals, and obviously there are some now. We got players like Jonathan Gonzalez and and um, uh, who else? I mean, there's so many. Paul Areola. You know what I mean? So uh, I mean, we have this list here, and it's just. It's unbelievable. Like, if you made a team of just dual nationals, it would be nasty. Be like, good. it might be better yeah. than both teams. Who knows? I mean, it, and it's, just, it's a style of play that's a bit different, right? I mean, if you look, if you go down the list, uh, who we have here? Uh, Carlos Bocanegra, uh, Jonathan <laughs> Bornstein. Hold on, hold on. Carlos Bocanegra was the center back and captain of the U.S. Well, men's national. That team. guy was stacked, man. That guy played in uh, England. That guy played in Spain. He was probably one among one of the best central backs that we've had. And even then, he wasn't. At the international level, he we were often criticizing him in the media as to was he good enough or was he not. I mean, I always appreciated him coming out. He was level-headed. He, he had that kind of captain uh, order to him. So, right. um, I mean, so that's one of the many, many, many players. I mean, j- just right now we're talking about uh, Joe Corona. Um, you're also looking at, I mean, Edgar Castillo, who was playing uh, in the U.S. national team. Um the list it's, it's an expansive list yeah we got uh jonathan bornstein yeah uh you said chris cortez did you no, say you said joe corona joe yeah. corona servando carrasco i mean that guy's playing right now mls doing well if, if you had that that binational mexusa team it, it would it would be yeah it might be a lot of fun actually <laughs> they should do it hercules gomez come yeah. on hercules got jonathan gonzalez miguel ibarra isn't jesse gonzalez the goalie now I think he is. Yeah. Yeah, he played at, was born in Texas, grew up in Texas, played in Dallas, went to North Carolina. So he's got yep. a good FC Dallas player now, huh? Yep. Uh, head coach right now of, uh, of uh, Salt, uh, Real Salt Lake, Freddy Juarez. I mean, shout out to, to, to Freddy. I mean, we, we got, grew up playing together. Mikey, but, Mikey Lopez. Yeah, Mike Lopez. There's a ton. I mean, not only that, but that, that whole area of just talent. It, it'd be a fun team to watch because I think that it'd have a unique style. Omar Salgado. Nick Romando. A, a few of the players from the locomotive. Nick Romando is keep. <laughs> that would be great, <laughs> man. That's unbelievable. Uh, uh, yeah, Alejandro Sendejas, who is uh, with the Chivas team right now, who's uh, on the cusp of breaking into the, the first teams. He's playing into the Copa Mekis. So And he's a... You know, uh, getting some minutes, so that's good. Villafania. But Villafania. 
Oh, who else? Alex Morgan's. Did we talk about Alex yeah, Morgan's yeah, husband? <laughs> Alex Morgan's husband. He's a, he's on the Mexusa team, right? <laughs> yeah, he is. It's amazing. It really is. I mean, you think about it. That we just went basically through a list of like a hundred players. Just I don't know how many we rattled Omar off. Omar Gonzalez. I think, I think we got. I think we got enough for a team, though, for sure. Yep. That would be great. So there's this new thing. I don't know if you've heard the Concacaf Nations League. The Concacaf Nations League, another ah, tournament, just like, like just like how the Europeans did it, basically. They had their league that Portugal just won, or or something like that, right? They beat the, Netherlands. Yeah. Ah, another thing going down your throat. Look, look. Oh, if no. it's one thing, I know, right? In terms of soccer, studying soccer. soccer and studying business. The reason why we're having so much soccer fed to in our in our face because they're selling something. They're they're selling you something. They're trying to trying to get a buy-in at any sort of level. Um, if you look at marketing spe- specifically, it's it's you know creating an awareness. It's about building a brand, and now they're sitting on a ton of money. And it, the U.S. soccer, it, it's it's a corporation, man. I mean, you look at it, and it, it, that's how I feel. It's a matter of another tournament yet again where everybody expects to see Mexico and the USA and another rivalry, and it's so just fed down your throat that it's almost how many times do we have to continue playing? I think mean, they've played a ton of times. This year alone, they've played three. And everyone is just... I don't know. I get an, I get annoyed by seeing how many how, how much they put in your face. This and just kind of, it feels so business like, and I don't like that about soccer. I think that's one of the reasons as as, as to, um, I guess the view on culture uh, on, on like the soccer culture, right? Um, yesterday we were talking with Chigo, and he was he, said, he made a comment like you know Mexico, um, they think they're a little better than you know, know what they are, and maybe he has a point, but. Th- to the Mexican fan, they're they're the same kind of fan that you would see in you know Argentina and in Brazil. They're they're passionate about their teams, so I think that um, going off of that, it's it's God. I just I don't want to see another tournament. Forty one teams now, like how I don't know, man. No, I, I, I've lost track. Tell yeah. me how it works, Franco. You're, you've, well, been, you've been looking it up. It's just it's just basically a league. So there are how many leagues are there? There are three leagues: League <laughs> A, B, and C, made up of various teams. And I can rattle them off for you right now. Oh but in League God. A is Bermuda, Canada, Costa Rica, Cuba, Curacao, Haiti, Honduras, Martinique, Mexico, Panama, Trinidad, Tobago, and the United States. So that's basically kind of like the hex, I would imagine. So the best players and the best rated teams in CONCACAF are in Group A. And they're going to play against each other in probably a home and away Essentially, situation. Essentially, uh, USA, yeah. Mexico, Canada. And then the top two teams play each other in a final or something like that, I'd imagine. So there's, and then there's Group B with, you know, 12 more teams. <laughs> And Group C with, uh, you know, 15 and I think teams. It's a le- it's a matter of levels, right? So your C would be your least. Yeah, but there's a promotion and relegation. So you, if you win C, you move up to B. So and then, it, I mean, in a way, it's kind of cool because you, you know you're actually building up your you're building up soccer in some of these smaller countries because now they have to travel to maybe like other parts of the world more often and creating more of a brand for themselves. But the brand is not just for the United States. It's for the entire CONCACAF. But why not utilize your best two assets, Mexico and the United States, are your two biggest populations, right? Your two biggest demographics. 
So why wouldn't you use that? Sell shirts, make money. Hopefully that, that money is getting put back into the Confederation. Hopefully uh, St. Martin's is getting money. And their federation is getting better, right? I mean, that's the whole. Well, there was that whole scandal with the so whole, the whole people going to jail and the FBI getting involved. That whole ordeal. So, I mean, they must. They, I can't imagine they would try to do something where they weren't giving back. It's out. It would be outrageous to even think that they're. I like to think the best of people and hope <laughs> that they're doing right by everybody. But you're right. They're building their brand because ultimately, the better your brand, the more advertising you're going to get. You just got on another topic that probably goes a little bit too deviated. But you're putting a bit of faith on FIFA, who has been not the best reputation on corruption. I'm trying. I'm trying. So uh, <laughs> I mean, what's up, Qatar? Right? I mean, come on. Right, right. You're right. right? Okay. So we went business co- soccer. That's that's what I'm saying. That the, the, it feels like it's just a it's a corporation kind of feel, man. I mean, Nations Cup. Are they going to get rid of the Gold Cup? Are they going to also uh, not have other friendly games with no, other that, countries? Like, think about it. It's no, just, they're, they're, yeah, but, not, is, yeah, but that's, not, a, good, that's a good point. They just de- they just devalued the Gold Cup, or maybe not? Did they? I don't. That's what I'm saying. It, it's just so in your face. It's and grotesque it, now. But what's it for? Like, what are you qualifying for? I don't know. Are you the World Cup. Is this the new way to qualify for the World Cup? Explain it to me. We're, we're involved in soccer. We watch it and study it and read it. And we don't know much about this. Regulation. Think about it. I mean, how often are we on, on, on social media oh looking at this I stuff? I am not reading all this, dude. There's like an interactive PDF online. I am not reading. <laughs> oh, my God. Hosting. Participation. Entries. Laws of the game. Look. I will read. I will read this, and I will post something on social media explaining to you what the Nations League is, and just please, dude. Uh, just right. if you're even interested I'm, in I'm it. Done. I think that this is gross. I don't like it. You're 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 creating a corporate culture feel, and don't do that to soccer. Don't kill soccer. All no. right. So now we know. All right. So good. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> good news is some more good news is. Um, the leagues are starting. Football's back, right? So we got every, everything's kicking off. I think starting like Friday, everybody is playing. Yep. Starting Friday, everybody is back. Everyone's back with their teams. Everyone's who? Which which uh, games are you looking for the most? Oh, there are so many. I think top of my list, honestly, I don't know why, is Leipzig Bayern. I think ah. Leipzig are on fire. Bayern don't look great, but are they still, you know, I mean, what did you say? Nagby had nine goals, two assists in ten games or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, they obviously have the talent, but I just think it's like, like you said about the United States, they don't have that fear factor anymore. And Leipzig are just, they're, they run, man. They're fast, they're youthful, they're energetic, and I think it's going to be a good game because I don't think Bayern's winning the league this year. No. Nope, not winning it. They they released two veteran players. I mean, Ribery and and uh, Robin. Yeah. And now they introduced some youth to it. I thought that I always thought that the that was decided by March. Yeah. I think <laughs> they, I think they missed out by not getting Sane. That would have been nice to get Sane. Yeah, injury, injury, it's ACL man. Yeah. So you As take a City him fan. Ah, oh, God, I know you. Well, look at what's his name. They bought Lozano. Napoli bought Lozano yeah. from and he had an ACL. So yeah. so some other games. Wolves, Chelsea. Even though Wolves are, what, 0-3, 4, I don't even know what they are, but they're not. I think um, 
I think it's still going to be a good game because, again, Chelsea are – you never know what you're going to get from Chelsea. One of the things that I've I've always uh, talked about in terms of all these international breaks is that your better teams are actually going to not improve so well – not play so well the following games because their best players were out of international duty. And they're going to come back in. So Chelsea has more international players. Like Pulisic just played two games Mm. in what he would typically play one game in. While Wolves players, there's not so many international players. Jimenez only played one game. So he's coming off with one game less – to a, a, against supposedly a stronger team, Chelsea. Yeah, but this, uh, I've had this conversation with other people, and I, I, they're soccer players. They play soccer every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Right? I mean, think about it. I mean, no, like, it, they it, should be ready to play. It's they fatigue. Should be ready. I guess the air, it's, the flying. It, yeah, the it's flying, the, the, flying the, 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 the games that you just recently played, especially if you played Pulisic. He's got 180 right. minutes. So let's do this real quick. So who do you think is going to win Leipzig versus Bayern? I think Leipzig will take it. All right, Leipzig. So we're going to JM, right? <laughs> That's good. I got, I got, I got who Leipzig. Who do you think is going to win? I got Leipzig, too, for sure. I got Leipzig. Okay. And you have your Wolves-Chelsea. I think I think this might be uh, the Wolves' first victory at home against a team that's been having difficult results. I mean, they're like we were talking about. They so you think got, Wolves are going to win? I think the Wolves are going to take it. They're going to beat Chelsea. I think so. Yeah. You? Uh, I think Chelsea are going to win again. Yeah. Uh, although I mean, are we going to pick ties? Because I mean, we could pick ties, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go, I think Wolves need a win. I think you're right. I think Chelsea might be more tired because of the more international players on duty. So I'm going to go Wolves at home. We're going to actually win, too. So we're going to go both go Leipzig and then Wolves. All yeah. right. Good call. Manchester United, Leicester. This could be another factor of this international I, wear and tear. I would want to watch this game for sure, man. I mean, this is on my radar 100%. Um, I th- Where's Maguire? United. Yeah, this is gonna be a good game. This is gonna be good. <laughs> this is gonna be a good game, and and they're playing. Oh, Leicester's got spa- uh, pace, dude. They're not doing. Th- I th- I'm gonna go Leicester just to uh, be a little contrary to many many beliefs. All right, I'm gonna. I'll just so we don't keep picking the same team. I'm gonna pick, I'm <laughs> which gonna, isn't even a bad pick. Like this could definitely end up in a draw, right? But I mean, I do feel that's true. That, uh, that I want to spice it up a little bit. I think the more, more than, don't more, underestimate more than, a Leicester man. More than likely, it's going to be a tie. Yeah, let's be honest. More than likely, it will be a tie. Yeah. This game, although one is much more dominant than the other, I think you're going to have that issue with the maybe the international break or the you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. So Liverpool versus Newcastle. You know Newcastle are going to come out biting. They're going to fight. You know what I mean. I mean, Owen's been playing pretty well there. He's a, the, the the crowd's really adapted to his, to his play. Let's but not. no one's going to beat Liverpool Let's right now. At Anfield. Let's, <laughs> not be, let's not be stupid. I like how it was almost a conversation. No, like, no. well, you know, well, well, no. I'm going to go as far as to say it's going to be 5-0. It's going to be 5-0. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be five zero. You just predicted a score. Oh, Liver- okay, Liverpool then. versus Newcastle, 5-0. Nah, it's going to be like a 3-1, man. You're the, oh, 5-0 zero, is just... Three-one. Uh, see now we're getting. But it's not even that far away from from believability. I mean, Liverpool just does this to teams. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. And see now we're going to be able to see an MLS very strong MLS player playing against a super awesome, well refined Liverpool. I'm not even a Liverpool fan, but yeah. they're nice to watch, man. Yeah. So he's going to be going. He's Almiron. Yeah. The MLS go- player of the year. Not I don't know if MLS player of the year, but he yeah. was within those conversations. Yeah. MVP, I think it was last Maybe, year or yeah. something like that. Um, and he's going to go up against Liverpool. Let's Trent see how Alexander, he does. A Trent Alexander. Oh. <laughs> <He's gonna laughs> 
imagine, imagine Van Dyke just coming. Just Similarly to how Pulisic and Pogba introduced one another. Oh, that was that was dirty, man. That was dirty. Uh, I don't know if anyone cares about this game, but it, I kind of I think Tottenham versus Crystal Palace. I think Crystal Palace is going to win. Crystal Palace is in the top four right now, Crystal- and Tottenham is uh, slowly unwinding. So who are you picking? Crystal Palace. Tottenham are at home. This could be the, they could turn it around right here. This could be a win. Nah, I'm still saying Crystal Palace. In my opinion, they're a top four team. They're they uh, they're they're young. They're aggressive. It's cool, man. I think that's who it is. You pick. You pick. This is on you. You don't be influenced by my. No, I know, but I actually I originally I thought it would there would be there would be an upset. I just don't know. Why that would it really be an upset? Because I don't know that they really have the talent. I just really I mean let's be I I have to go back to see who Crystal Palace even played. Did they play anybody in the top? I will tell five. you. Give me, give me one second. <laughs> so, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to pick Tottenham at home because I feel like they're going to win. That would be dumb if they didn't win at home. All right, so we're going to switch over to Serie yeah, they, they beat United, Aston Villa, lost to Sheffield, and beat Andrew Everton. Okay. Okay, yeah, so they're good. They played strong teams. They might, they might be, they might win. No, not strong teams. Not like wow, very good teams, but so it's going to be a tie. But I'm going to go Tottenham. Yeah, I'm okay. going Tottenham. Okay, which other ones on there? Um, what else? No, I, well, after that, we're going to go. We're going to jump to the Serie A. Um, there's Napoli, Sampdoria. The only reason why I care is because I'm a Sampdoria fan. Uh, Napoli are going to want. They're playing at home. They're going to want to bounce back from that Juve defeat. So. Chances are Napoli are definitely going to win that game. But Sampdoria are, which means Sampdoria will be 0-3 and sitting at the bottom of the table. Like, literally, like, last. Which sucks for me, because I hate that. Because they got good teams, good players, and a lot of history. I hate seeing them do poorly. Happens all the time. I watched them go down to Tessetia B twice already. It sucks. I was actually, well, talking about the other league, I saw Palermo taking the the, most... Attendance in the first game in the Serie C ever, seventeen thousand for Palermo, which they were in the Serie A, you know, a few years back. Yeah. So, talking about having to follow your leagues, that's one of the exciting things, right? You've you you followed them and still been supporting them through through a uh, forever. Serie B. Yeah, I've been yeah. a Sampdoria fan since I was a kid. Like, yeah. I think like 10, 11 years old, and yeah, I don't care if they go to Serie B. It's fine with me. Well, you wouldn't want it to be down there. You don't want them. You would still follow. No, but it's exciting saying. when they win that league and come back up, though. That feeling oh. is exciting. It's almost. I don't so know you're you're, you're down. You're okay with the dip as long as you get that. As long as they come, if they if they dip and then dip again, that's the that's god awful. <laughs> that's how, like that. You know, you do stop watching soccer for a little while. You know what I mean? Because you're so disappointed. But there there are other games going on. Um, obviously, Fiorentina Juventus is a huge rivalry. I know Tony would want to talk about this. Uh, uh, you Fiorentina at home. Uh, I, th- I don't think they've won a game yet, and they're going to want to play. I'm going to call an upset. I think Fiorentina is going to beat Juventus at, um, at home. I think Juventus is going to win. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo just came back from scoring four goals. He's, he's the most scored goals. He scored the most amount of goals. Uh, that, that guy's on fire right now. I think that he's going to come feeling good, ready to rock and roll, and he's going to just demolish and score two against Fiorentina. That's that's most likely what's going to happen. But I'm still <laughs> picking Fiorentina. I mean, I am. Yeah. I can't not. So, Barcelona Valencia, a big game. It is a big game. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think that game. everyone's excited to see how uh, Griezmann's going to keep keep coming along, um, and and blending. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one. 
I think that within that, I still see Barcelona winning that game. Um, yeah, Barcelona 2-0, in my opinion. Yeah. What do you think? Oof. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I like Barcelona. I think they're good, so I'm gonna go Barcelona as well. Plus, they're at home, and you're yeah. right. I think, but there's that there's that national fatigue, you know. Yeah, but they started a week after the EPL, uh, so, so there there are three games in. EPL was four games in. Okay. So the, their preseason. All right, Bar- all Barcelona it is. Uh, we got some good picks there. That, at least that's my logic. Yeah. No, it makes sense. <laughs> MLS is back too, which is cool. I mean, I like MLS. New York City. Is gonna to want to continue their their quest to top the top the East, so they're gonna to want to keep winning. Atlanta's playing Columbus, which should be a good game. Um, that's really it. Oh no, Philadelphia, LA FC. I think that's actually the two best teams in the league playing against each other. Yeah. So that's in that's in Philly. So that'll be a really good game as well. So. Who's City playing this year? They, I mean, this... Oh, Norwich. Norwich. At Norwich. Well, doesn't Pookie, Pookie play on that Yeah, team? oh, he's been having a... Nice <laughs> he scored an international goal. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's doing good. He's doing... So it's exciting to watch. Uh, as a City fan, I think that's similar to how you watch Liverpool play. They're just dominating right now. It, it's going to take a, a lot of factors... I mean, Sterling is having. He's, he's you had you had mentioned like, earlier that you know is Sterling a world class player? He's a dude. He's coming in, man. Uh, he, yes. he needed a little bit of that that um, the confidence. I mean, I right now I, I'm going to quote uh, Ray Hudson. He says this all the time. He goes, he's international class, but he's not world class. So I think international class would be like he's he would be great in Euro, but he wouldn't be great in the, at the World Cup. Like he's not. I don't know. I don't. I just don't think that it would. It would. It. it I don't know. I disagree. I disagree. I think completely. he's good. I, I think he's like. Uh, I don't know. I think Pep has developed him far beyond. He reminds in, me in of Liverpool. like. A, I don't know what he reminds me of, but he's just. He's not. He's not world class. He's Dude. good. He's really, really, really good. He's good for the EPL. He's good. I think good whatever league he goes to, he's he would for, be a really. All good right. Player. Good. Yeah. He's good for England when they play against Kosovo <laughs> and they score five goals. Yeah. They're they're really good. They're really great soccer players. You know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so <laughs> people talk about how Harry Kane is world class, which I disagree with. I don't know. Inter- and then I think that international class, but <laughs> but he's but people say he's one of the best forwards in 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 the world. No, he's not one of the best forwards in the world. No. Uh, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind him on my team, but to say he's one of the best, I would. I think he's gonna be maybe talked about as okay one of the one of the better England forwards, but he's still nowhere near the likes of Rooney. Rooney was world class. Yeah, he was. But Harry Kane, I don't think is, in my opinion. He's good though. He scores goals. I mean, he's a lot of PKs. If that. A lot of PKs. <laughs> what does Mike call him? I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to say it. Yeah, I can't say it. <laughs> can't say it. It's hilarious uh, though. So, um, for those of you listening, uh, I'll be sending out the FMST pickums uh, later today. So you'll get an email to the link. Um, regarding the, both La Liga, uh, Liga MX, I'm sorry, and EPL. Yeah, and uh, I'll probably, for the premium picks, the FM Soccer Talk uh, premium picks, there will be probably one or two or three of those games that we just kind of rattled off. So um, how it works again, I just pick like a random 
game, obviously not a random game, but a, a, a top-level game, like the game of the weekend, so to speak, and we just do pick them. You pick the score, and that's it. So, And then, you know, winners get added to the table, and we you know, the person with the most wins, with the most picks, gets, you know, a prize at the end of the season. So it'll be fun. Um, we have uh, Champions League to talk about. So yeah. There was the Champions League and the UEFA, and the UEFA League draw. So... Slavia so, Prague. I, I can't wait. I honestly, I can't wait for. Um, I can't wait for it to start. I love Champions League. You got to admit that, like Champions League, is the, is the best. It is. It's the best competition. I I thoroughly enjoy Champions League. I think it's uh, got the best quality of soccer overall. Along, I mean, I enjoy Libertadores as well, but um, I think I've I've just I've grown to enjoy the Champions League, and. Man, I mean, it, it's Man City's getting out of its group. I would say, uh, quite comfortably. If if they don't, it, that's uh, I think pretty alarming. <laughs> oh my God, dude! This is, <laughs> I think they can take a nap and still <laughs> and still come through that group. They got Shakhtar, Dynamo Zagreb, and Atalanta. Hopefully, yeah. Atalanta comes out of that group too. It'd yeah. be nice to have a team like that go through to the next round. It's yeah. gonna be tough for them though. I don't know why I started group. I mean, I saw Man City, that's why I started. Group yeah, two. yeah, you, you, you blow them, so it's good. So. <laughs> Group A. Group A is uh, PSG, Real Madrid, Club Bruges, and Galatasaray. So I'm, I'm, obviously, you got to go with the two most obvious ones. It'd the be fact- fun to see Galatasaray with Falcao now doing an upset. Galatasaray just picked oh, up yeah. uh, Falcao. So. Like, oh, I think he's like 45. He still scores goals. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't, to be honest with you, if PSG go out, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. I would like to see Galatasaray go through instead, for sure. Uh, group B, Group B is uh, no one ever wants to go to like um, Red Star, Belgrade. No one ever wants. They say that like they put tanks outside the stadiums. The tunnel is like the darkest, gloomiest like cement tunnel. There are people like guards with guns and shit that you gotta walk past. Like they say it's like the most intimidating thing. So dude, even Liverpool last year, they went there and they got their. They, I think they lost like three nothing to them or something like that. Honestly, go. I don't remember that. If we go back, I'll go back and check. But I swear they went. They went down to Belgrade and they lost because they lost all their away games oh, wow. last year in the first round of the Champions League. They lost them all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember that. And they all. still won it somehow. <laughs> so good. Bayern, Tottenham, Olympiacos. I think uh, that you're gonna see, Red like Star. I said, like like in that other group, um, the the group F with Slavia Prague. You're gonna yeah. see those teams take points away from Bayern, Tottenham. I think they'll probably take. From both, I mean. Yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna take a, enough to. I mean, you're, you're looking at. Uh, you I know, could you're see, looking I at could like eleven me. points, twelve point, like eleven points, ten points, and like like four and four because they're gonna beat each other or something like Maybe. that. I don't think they're yeah. gonna steal three points, but I can see Tottenham. You're right. No, I can see Tottenham dropping points at at. in So that, that would be three points there. I think that they would. Yeah. I think they could take on Tottenham. Sure. Three sure, points, sure. and then if they take two more draws, that's five, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then they beat Olympiacos. I could see them yeah. being a, a, a threat. I'm not, I have no fear from of, of Greek teams. I have no fear <laughs> for <laughs> Group C, we already talked about. So Man City and hopefully Atalanta. I don't know who you think, but probably Shakhtar is a good shout there, too. Yeah. So Shakhtar, always, they always show up. They yeah. always show up, man. Yeah. They got the coolest uniforms, too, I think. The Juventus, Atletico, Leverkusen, and the Locomotive in Group D. Um, 
New Day Atletico. Yeah. I, I mean, Atletico are, are, are incredible. I can't wait to see them. They're one of my excited, more yeah. exciting teams to watch this season because yeah. of uh, Joao Felix. I think he's he's a real deal, man. The guy glides. He does. He literally <laughs> floats on the field. I love that dude. <laughs> he's a good player. Yeah, man. no, he's that's. Exciting. I wish I wish the U.S. had a player like that right now. I uh, know, but he plays with like a smile on his face, dude. He looks he looks effortless when he plays. He's like nineteen. I know. I know. All right, Group, Group e. e. Oh, Group E. Liverpool, Napoli, Salzburg, and Genk. Liverpool and Napoli have to go through, but Salzburg, I have to. We have to mention it. Jesse Marsh is um, Jesse Marsh is uh, is the coach. Uh, they're on fire. They're killing the league right now. So he's um, which is cool. First American to ever yeah. coach in the Champions League, which is pretty awesome. That is that's real cool. But yeah. definitely, definitely yeah, definitely Liverpool and Napoli going through in that yeah. group. Uh, F. We'll get to that. Yeah, I think that we'll get to that in a minute. Do you want to do that one last? Group F? Yeah. Yeah, we should get to that one. Yeah, that one's good, though. Yeah. Because so, that's a group of death, so we'll wait yeah. for that one. Group G. G, Zenit, Benfica, Leon, Leipzig. Oof. Oof. It's not... It's good because they're all equal. Yeah. Right? Like, they're all <laughs> equal, like, like, like that fourth team. Or, yeah. You know what? I don't know. There's just... Not that extra star, but good enough to make Champions League consistently. Like a Benfica, I don't see how they cannot get out. They're, they're any, always a team that goes through, though. Anyone can, any one of those teams can come through, but I think Leipzig topped the group. All right. But anyone else can go through, too. I think that's going to be, like, one of those, like, four-way ties. That's going to be a fun group to yeah, watch, it man. It is. I'm looking, seeing it now, you don't, it doesn't have any of those. Every game is going to like, be good. Those, like, PSGs that you're kind of yeah. eyeing or Liverpool. It's got those mediocre teams that are... Every, yeah, every match will be good. Group, <laughs> group H. Chelsea, Ajax, Valencia. Lille. Uh, Lille. Yeah. Yeah. No, Olympic Lyon, I think. No, that was Lyon. Also, it's Lille. Yeah. Shout out to Che. What's going on? He's asking where the camera is, and we're saying that there is no camera, so he, he could, he's free to walk around with his coffee. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I can... oh, God. <laughs> You're fine. So you can voice in if you wish. So, hey, if, you want, if you want, you can pull up a chair, because we're going to talk about Group F and Inter, Dortmund, Barcelona, yeah. and Slavia in a second. So, uh, in a second, but first got to talk about Group H, which is Chelsea, Ajax, Valencia, and Lille. Now, this is another... Lille is definitely coming in last, but those those other three teams, same situation. All three teams are, re- are good, young, and should be equally balanced. What do you say? Ajax... God, I can't. We can't. No. There's no way all four English teams are going through. No. Yeah, I do. I see... I see uh, a Chelsea Valencia going through, man. I mean, Ajax. I, I I liked them from last season, but they got picked yeah, apart. The two best players just left. Yeah, but they got Desk. They still got Vanderbeek. Did you just they, say Desk, the American defender? Yeah. Don't be surprised they don't come out at all. No. Ajax see? Chelsea. No. Oh, you think Chelsea's not going through? So man. you were saying it would be uh, Ajax Valencia, maybe? I don't know. I just say that uh, I see Chelsea going through. And I see Valencia right okay. next to him. All right, so you're going to have Valencia. I guess, I guess it's again, Valencia or Ajax, one of those two teams is going to go through. It really is. It's going to be... So you're guaranteeing Chelsea going through? I, I think Chelsea will go through, yeah. Yeah, I do. I but do. I don't know. Again, the, any one of those teams <laughs> could come in first. Dude. It's going to be a, a three. Each one of those is going to have nine points. Yeah. And it's going to come down to gold differential or something like that. Who knows? It'll be fun. We'll see how it goes. So I group, think that the group that... Chat, feel free to pull the Come on, yeah. you got to come Appreciate closer. No, no, you got to come... You guys right. enjoy it. And I'll right. here and there. Yeah, we gotta get closer then if you want to. Look, we could even then. Yeah, right. Just move a little to the side, get a little. 
insight towards this. All right, uh, Group F, obviously the, the exciting group. Uh, Barcelona, Dortmund, Inter, Slavia, Prague. Um, Slavia Prague, I, we appreciate your, your your participation in the Champions League. I want to say that uh, it was cool that you made it. Hopefully you make it next year, but this year is just tough draw, buddy. From there, uh, Jesus, okay. Yeah, Barcelona, Dortmund, Inter. You think Inter is coming through? You, I don't, I, this is... I'm, I'm, Inter is going through. Barcelona is going through. <laughs> Inter might take top spot. I can't see Dortmund not going through, though. It's so hard for me to... That's going to come down to the coaching. They're going to they're gonna split each other. Dortmund's going to win at home. Inter's going to win oh, at home. Man. It's going to be based... They're both going to lose to Barcelona, and they're both going to beat Slavia. So it's going to come down to whoever beats Slavia the most. And I can see Inter tying Slavia in, Sla- in Prague because that's what Italian teams do. Just to make it hard for themselves, dude. <laughs> Aren't their second? And because do, do you think? Do you think? Do you think? No, I don't know. I think Dortmund will 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 score more goals against Slavia than Inter will. When it comes down to those, uh, yeah, they're both breakers. they're both going to lose <clears throat> to Barcelona. You're putting a lot of faith in Barcelona. Barcelona just got they lost four zero at Hanfield. Yeah. I mean that yellow wall at Dortmund is just as imposing. I go Inter Barcelona on this group. Maybe I go Barcelona in- doesn't go through. Maybe. Look, at you just feel like you're mind blown. But look, this is why this is the group. Of de- I mean, I Barcelona could drop points there. I could totally see them not getting the three. And I think they're going to come in second place, group out. I can't guess Who's how Dorman is right now. So I hmm? can't. Really I think it's going to be Inter first out of the group. Barcelona, Barcelona second out of the group. I think that's the group. Not, not because I don't think. Who's uh, Inter, coming in first? Inter. <laughs> Inter's coming in first. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I, I do. I see it, dude. They I see got it. A team. They got it. Oh, well, they got a coach. But the they got a coach. Good. They got Lukaku's getting fired Lukaku. up. I do. I think he's a good forward. He Luke. doesn't get the respect he deserves, Luke. man. Luke. That guy Luke. makes some great runs, yeah. man. He yeah. scores goals when he. You have what, you seen his numbers? He looked Luke really Luke good. For They're Belgium. great numbers. Nah, he's a great forward. And I hope that Alexis comes back. I'm not even an Inter fan, but I just for his career. Yeah, I mean, we all. I, I, I like the guy, man. He I, was a good player. I can he see. Really I can. Well for, I can. Uh, I can see Conte uh, making him good. Again. And Conte's a great re- yeah. a coach, man. When he left Chelsea, I thought the EPL lost a good personality. They lost a good coach. The same when thing. Conte left. Yeah, they lost Sadi too. Chelsea. Yeah. They've had two really good coaches. Yeah, yeah they lost Mourinho Chelsea. too. If you want to go by that, three coaches. All right, so uh, I guess uh, I think that this concludes the show. I mean, we see here that we got Inter and Barcelona across the board. The three here. So looking forward to some good soccer coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't forget to follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and obviously all of our podcasts. So, yeah. um, Thank you very much, Chef, for stopping good by. Good you guys. Thanks for having me on. This was uh, it's good having you, dude. It's all always right. fun. Yeah. All, all right. right see you later. See you, Jerry. Thanks for listening to FM Soccer Talk. To catch our next episode, subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. You will not want to miss it.